0: This episode from the life of Sherlock Holmes will be transmitted to our men and women overseas by short waves and through the worldwide facilities of the Armed Forces Radio Service. Petri Wine brings you... <coughs> ...Masal Rothbone and Nigel Bruce in the new adventures of Sherlock Holmes. The Petri family, the family that took time to bring you good wine... Invite you to listen to Dr. Watson tell us another exciting adventure he shared with his good friend that Master Detective Sherlock Holmes. And if you ask me, the best way to listen to that story is to do it with a glass of port wine right-handed. Petri, California Port. No kidding, that Petri Port is just swell for any time good friends get together to talk things over. You couldn't ask for a more delicious wine by right, just looking at the deep, rich, red color of that Petri Port tells you that here's a wine with a flavor that comes right from the heart of Sunripe and grapes. If you haven't ever tried Petri Fort, why not get a bottle and have a glass after dinner tomorrow night? It's the perfect after-dinner wine, you know. And share that port with your family and your friends. Don't forget, when you serve Petri Fort, you can serve it proudly, because after all, the name Petri is the proudest name in the history of American wine. And now let's keep our weekly appointment. Good evening, Dr. Watson. Good
1: evening, Mr. Bartell. Draw up a chair. Thanks. It happened in August. Baker Street was like an oven. The glare of the sunlight with the and the brickwork of the house across the street was almost painful to the eyes. Our blinds were half drawn and homes... They curled on the sofa, reading and re-reading a letter. It had just come in the morning post Oof. Oh, it's a tea. And a breath of air. Hmm. And how about it outing them the graves of the New Forest, or basking on the shining beach of the South Coast? Not me, huh? Yes, yes. Quite poetic, eh, Watson? How about a trip to Croydon? Croydon? Oh, uh, Croydon. Because at the moment it's the only place do away from the attractions of London. Oh, well, we can combine business with pleasure. Catch in the well, what's been happening at Croydon? Well, it seems that a Miss Susan Cushing, living at North Street Croydon, received a package by yesterday morning's post. Oh, well, that's your news about that, Holmes. Thousands of packages must be delivered daily by far. Oh, possibly, Watson. Possibly. Oh. possibly. But not for such gruesome content. i am just received a note from Inspector Mastrade. He asked me to go down and take a look at that package. Certain guard seems to feel that it's to the result of a particularly revolting practical joke. What do you say, Watson? Can you rise to out to the of a heat and run out the crowd to Oh, Can I? I've been wondering something do you? Good. Well, suppose you're in car boots and tell Mr. Hudson to order a cab. Yeah. Croydon is certainly less attractive than, than London, eh, Holmes? Huh? Yes. High do treat this. Neat mm-hmm. little houses without white and stone steps. Ah. That must be Miss Susan Cushing's house up ahead. The one next to the corner. My brother to expect us. Yes, yes. Then she is waiting for us on dogs in the feast type. Dogs better, I'd say. she seems to be expecting us. Yes. That's it, little woman with large, mm-hmm. gentle eyes and graying hair. Yeah. I wonder who she is. I in a case like this. Good afternoon. Miss Susan Cushing, I presume? Oh, yes. And uh, you're Mr. Holmes, I'm sure. Uh, won't you come in, gentlemen? Oh, thank you, Miss Cushing. May I introduce my friend and colleague, Dr. Watson? I'm delighted to know you. Mind. To oh, I mean. Three years madam. will you come into the parlor, gentlemen? Oh, please, sit down, Mr. Thank sir. you. Ah, well, Miss Cushing... Is there something we can do for you? Oh, yes, Mr. Holmes. I wish you'd take that dress for a box away. Inspector Lestrade insisted on leaving it here, and then he came. He thought he might want to ask me some questions, but I know nothing whatever about yes, I it. I quite understand, Mr. Cushing. I have no doubt that you've been annoyed more than enough already over this business. Indeed I have, Mr. Holmes. I'm a quiet woman, and I live a quiet life. It's got me so I'm afraid to stay in the house alone like... Yes, I've won that... I hope you won't consider me a prisoner to find you live here alone, particularly as you have two sisters. Why, yes, I have two sisters, Mr. Holly. It's very rare. But how did you know it? That you know? picture on the mantelpiece. The two young ladies and this young man standing between them. It's the a family resemblance, but quite not. Oh, of course. Uh, that picture was taken at Liverpool just a few days before Jim Browner, the late Tutmayor. This same picture, the name is the one on his left. She was the beauty of the family. The other one, was Sarah, I take it. Yes, she was the beauty of the Sarah. Well, I always thought it was her that Jim was after. She was pretty crazy about him too, but I. Bet she made the better choice. Sarah's disposition wasn't any too easy to live with. I often wondered how he stood having her in the house as long as he did. But uh, I thought you should have been married with this. Mr. Brownell married. So I did, Mr. Holmes. But soon after they were married. Sarah went to live in Liverpool, and I have a sneaking suspicion it was Sarah who caused most of the trouble. Mm-hmm. When he first met Mary, he was kind and considerate. Oh, he was crazy about her right enough, but somehow it didn't last. He grew more and more irritable, and whenever he lost his temper, he goes stark staring mad. First thing, I heard it quarrel with Sarah and turned her out of the house. got a Medway, I suspect and gave her a piece of his mind. Well, after that, she came here to live with me for a bit, but that didn't last long either. She's taken a house at New Street Dwellings, and she's uh, not easy to get on with Mr. Holmes. Uh, Gee, did this Mr. Browner change after your sister said I left him and Mary? That I don't know, Mr. Holmes. You see, Mary surprisingly moved here, I guess, Mr. Jim was a steward, I gather. threw me a uniform in that picture. Only that was He was on the South American line when that picture was taken. I am telling you all about my trouble and it's that dreadful box you've come about <laughs> Yes, so it is. And uh, you haven't any suspicion as to who may have sent it. But I haven't, Mr. Holmes. Unless it was some lodgers I had here last spring, medical students they were, from Belfast. The box was post-locked Belfast. An inspicuous child seemed to think it might be them. They were always up to some tricks. But, oh, never anything like this, Mr. Mm-hmm. Holmes. I mm-hmm. see. Well, uh, suppose you let us have a look at that box, Mr. Cushing. It's out in the back shed, Mr. Holmes. I won't keep it in the house, That I won't. Oh, I wish you'd take it away altogether. Oh, this way, gentlemen. You're... You oh, pardon me if I don't go with you. I, I can't bear to look at the nasty things again. I don't understand,
0: Miss
1: Cushy. Thank you, gentlemen. Oh, uh, I'd, uh, I'd be honored if you and Dr. Watson would stop in and get a bit of tea after you finish. Oh, thank you. We'd be delighted when it's finished. But, Mr. Watson, that's a funny box that everybody's so upset about. It. So look at you, Dr. Watson. You'll see soon enough. Come on down the path. Oh. That was the rock's holes over there on that work kit. Yes, let's have a look at it. Hmm, a string. Exceedingly interesting. What do you make of this string, Watson? Well, it's a piece of tar, exactly. A piece of tar twine. It's crushing it. has had a good judgment to cut the cord, leaving the nut intact. Yes, this knot of a peculiar character. It's really peculiar, buddy. It. It's very nature-tired, strong and sturdy. I buy a seafaring man, Watson. Buy a seafaring man. Not the paper. Brown paper. Mm-hmm. It's a distinct smell of coffee. I don't smell anything. I sense it's foreign taste. It's not a cheap thing, Watson. Mm-hmm. I've trained my faculties. Now you allow yours to run riot. Mine are sensitive, alert. Oh, rubbish. The dress printed in straggling characters. Miss F. Cushing, Clark Street, Croydon. Miss F. Cushing. Huh. It's enlightening, Watson. Most enlightening. Most oh, enlightening. It's enlightening. No, I suppose not. The parcel was sent by a man with printing a deceit to seek the masculine. It's probably a failure. His education is limited. Of course, it's perfectly clear. I'm not spoiled at all. All right, Watson, quiet. Now the box itself. A half-pound tobacco box. Remove the little Watson, will you? That's it. Watson, than a letter of rough salt, the kind that she needs to preserve higher. Look at There's something embedded in it. Yes. Look at this Watson. Look at this. Heavens, Holmes, it's two ears, two human ears. How perfectly insulting. And salty. So that's what Miss Cushing was so upset about. I can't say that I blame like her. Oh, yes, and I take it to send to a respectable stint ladies. You observe, of course... But the ears aren't not a pair. Of course, is a woman's ear pierced for an earring, and the other is a man. Sunburned, colored and also pierced for an earring. The ear of a sea man. I'm sure you don't think that any sailor would cut him as only an ear in his cushion. Listen enough, Watson. The ear belongs to one man. The package was sent by another. But uh, those sailors, what about the scars? sailors? That this, uh, well, this is a joke that's by a medical student. Watson, uh, you were once a medical student. If you were going to cut the ears from two subjects, there's a defecting woman who sold them to someone else's joke. Oh, I wouldn't think you'd do anything to do. No, that, no, that, no, no, sure no, well, But if you did, I mean, would you, would you preserve them in salt? Salt? No, 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 that was out ages ago. Ah, uh, I thought so. Moreover, if you notice, the ears have been cut off with a blunt instrument. Too clumsy to be the job of a medical student. This is no practical joke when investigating. It's a particularly gruesome crime. You mean two people being distance, be well, have been murdered? Yes, it stands to reason that they're dead. I should have heard that left of my mouth. But that to... to keep... Ah, he's pushing his wing to us from her sitting in the window. Tea's ready. Oh, dear, dear. This is it Sir, I don't understand this case. Why did the murderer send those ears to Miss Cushing? She must have had some strong reason. Wanted to tell her the deed was done to cause up pain. But in that case, she must have never sent it. If she knew, why call the police in? Why not bury the ear so that nobody would be any of the wiser? Either Miss Cushing knows nothing about it and therefore can't tell the police. Well, she knows everything and doesn't want to mention his name. And, and your both know suppositions correct? Yes, but uh, I, don't, I don't understand that. I have a casual lesson that there are two Miss S. Cushings, Miss okay. Susan and Miss Sarah. The box was meant for Sarah, but Susan opened it by mistake. Yes, the gentleman who said it believed that Sarah was still living with Miss Susan Cushing. In the case, Sarah must know who the murderer is. Right. She understands so well that she's had a complete weather breakdown. I thought that Miss Cushing said that her sister lived in Wellington. So she did, Watson. So she did. And if you want to find out who the murderer is, why not go to Wellington? Why dragged me off to Liverpool? Like this in the middle of the night. Because, Watson, I don't need to find out the name of the murderer. I know it. What? Oh, no I'm confident that my conclusions are correct. But i sent the name of the duty party to Inspector LaFriand. Unfortunately, you'll not be able to apprehend the criminal until tomorrow afternoon. you oh, Why, you don't even know who the murdered man and woman are? Well, again, Watson, you're rather partly wrong. I know who the woman was. Who? Hmm. The Susan Cushing's sister. You saw the third sort of female here, Watson? And you saw Miss Cushions here. It's a marked family resemblance. The uh, same broad curve of the upper lobe, the same convolution of the inner cartilage. I'm oh, yes. Look here, if the Package, was sent to Sarah. This it, it couldn't have been Maria. Right. Therefore, it must have belonged to the other sister, Mary. Then the here, Who is she? That's what we've come to Liverpool to find out. Where can we get our information from At this hour on the night? All right, sir. This is the house. Huh. Good. Make effort, will you, Kevin? All right, sir, Kevin. This is where we begin our on Watson. The house of Mr. Jim Browner. Uh-huh. Yes, uh-huh. I know my what, my nose, but let me what we're talking for you. Mm-hmm. Hello? Anybody home? Two gentlemen with a message for Mrs. Browne. Oh, I say, oh! She's not a girl. Well then, I'll speak to Mr. Browne. She's not a girl neither. She's a manly chick. I must speak to someone. To please the trail, understand, a matter of life and death. Oh, no double! I'll open the door at once. Just you right there. Now, you little curly girl, Mrs. Browne, good manners. I thought maybe I would then come back again. Jim? What do you mean? Jim, the master, Mr. Browner. The ship's not due till tomorrow, but after what happened on Tuesday, you never know. And she ain't come back yet, neither. And missus, I mean. I wouldn't want to be the one to have to tell him she'd be the wife to last Tuesday. No, that's what you mean. Just um, what did happen on Tuesday? Tuesday? Why, that was the day when missus went to you, Brighton, with that Alex Fairburn. Even the master can't abide. Alex Fairburn, who's he? He's a mate of a nasty javits. Swagging for a fellow. I have much use for him, I haven't. Miss Sarah, that's Mr. Bronner's sister, the one who used to live with us. But well, Miss Sarah brought him to the house because she knew Mr. Bronner had no use for him. Yeah. Well, she did it to irritate Mr. Bronner. Yes, she did. She was funny, that way. Did you take a good night and get some sex? But it wasn't for so Mr. Fairbairn's craft he'd tricked then, Mrs., but he was ain't running down, Finally, he told her, Miss he Sarah, that is, to kick Mr. Fairbairn out of the house, or he'd send her one of his ears for a peach cake. Well, I'm sure, Mr. Fairbairn, I'm sure he didn't that. And he carried on something terrible with his offer, Mr. Fairbairn, but it wasn't for so life nice to do this, I saw how bad he could be. Lord, lovers, what a guy that was, to be sure. And what happened on Tuesday? Only oh, he was terribly before he was dribbling. But I feel it's the most important music for myself. But all I've been thinking is over, I have. And I'm so sure I only put your heart and to tell somebody. That with uh, Mrs. Garner not coming home and all. That's right. The cruise will kill us. Well, it was Tuesday. Mr. Garner had started on his run up to do a that morning. Least that we thought he had. And i at ten o'clock. I'll see that Mr. Feb and drive up to the door all smiles and the colonel starts. He don't get after the cab. Head, They'll get scared and white. And pretty soon, Mrs. Browner comes at clicking on the stairs. Well, you're not going out for that Mr. Feb, are you? Yes, I'm not. What will Mr. Browner do if he finds out? But he won't find out for really. I'm sure there's nothing wrong about this. We're just going down to New Brunswick for days. That Mr. Brown. Yes. I don't to bother Mr. Brown Besides, Besides, there is right. A woman with a good husband and part is parties due a little pleasure now and then. I'll be home by nine in the latest. Oh, well, she wouldn't do it. I don't trust that Mr. Fairburn. I won't trust him at all. Oh, um... Again, Mary. Mary! Oh, Mary, I'm back. What's wrong, Mary? You look as if I were a ghost. No, 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 sir. I was just surprised, that's all. I wasn't expecting you back so soon. i hogshead got loose and opened up one of the plates. Listen, it developed into quite a leak. We had to put back into port. I we sail again in 12 hours. Mary! Oh, Mary! Oh, Where the deuce is she? Yeah. She's gone out, sir. For marketing? Uh, no, sir. She... I've gone to Brighton for the day. Well, she didn't tell me she was going there. Look here. That wasn't me I passed in the street riding in the cab with that swine oh, Fairbank. Is... Oh, so that's it. My own wife gone to Brighton with Alex Fairbank. Thought they could fool me, did they? I warned her what I'd do if she ever saw him again, and by heaven, yes. I'll do it. Oh, so you won't do nothing, I oh, Won't I, Won't I, her? It's a briar! for you, Billy. If you ever so much as tell a soul that I came home today, I'll switch a soap from your ear. Yes, brother. You're bound to meet the maiden, of course. She knocks at three o'clock. Had you forgotten? We must apprehend Brown before he has a chance to escape. We're travelling around those trippy doctors is burning sand. Oh, thank you I thank you. You shall stay quietly here and do my perspiring at home. No, well, he is kept by him, nor his wife. And from his words, a dangerous criminal. You call it in your know, about. Freedom and all the people. The intention of letting him remain at large restaurants that are resting down is a routine piece of business, after all. Which allows Captain Jar to do something to earn its ridiculous salary. Yes, i sent word around to one, um, Inspector Lestrade. I fancy you down in the dock at this very moment giving you a a nice workout. Ah, uh-huh. yes. But even so, I doubt very much that you'll be able to consummate his bit of routine business. What well, do you mean it, you think that has escaped? No, anyway, Watson, anyway. And did Mr. Browner escape Dr. Watson? Yes, Mr. Verde, he did, but not in the way that I anticipated. You see, he committed suicide just before the mayday reached port. Poor devil. Yes, they found his corpse in the letter beside it in which he confessed to having committed the double murder. It seems that he followed them to New Brighton. It was a hot day and they rented the rowing boat, thinking it would be cooler out on the water. There so was a haze and Barrow went another boat. And when they were out of sight off the shore and surrounded by fog, he overtook to them, killed them,
0: I brought you a case of Petri wine, and I suggest that we start on it right now with a glass of port. And what a wine. Petri wine. You know, that's really good because the Petri family has been making fine wines since the 1800s. For generations, ever since they started the Petri business, the Petri family has been turning luscious California grapes into fragrant, delicious wine. And during all that time, they've been handing on down from father to son, from father to son, all their skill and knowledge and experience. The Petri wine you buy today is the result of all that skill and knowledge and experience. That's why you can't go wrong when you choose a Petri wine. Because Petri took time to bring you good wine.
1: Now, Dr. Watson, how about a tip for next week's adventure? Well, mm-hmm. uh, let me see. Next week, I think I'll tell you how Holmes broke into the house with Mr. Josiah and Miller. Well, what was he looking for, Dr. Watson? Loggins, Mr. Watson. Two men. Loggins. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to a Sherlock Holmes adventure of a cardboard box by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. The dramatization was by Edith Meiser. Mr. Rathbun appeared through the courtesy of Metro Bolton Mayer and Mr. Bruce through the courtesy of Universal Pictures. Both are now starring in Universal Pictures' Sherlock Holmes series. Tune in this station each week at the same time for further adventures of Sherlock Holmes, presented by the Factory Wineries of San Francisco. Try Petri wine and you'll taste the difference because Petri took time to bring you good wine. Have you tried finding tickets for any live event lately? It's impossible to keep up, and prices are crazy. That's why you have to check out Gold Star. Gold Star makes it easy to discover the best in live entertainment in your city with instant access to awesome events and special ticket deals, concerts, live theater, comedy, dance, food fests, immersive experiences,